0: Hey y'all! It's a podcast called Fresh. Hey yo! It's me. It's me. It's M A P. It's your boy Miles. I'm Dash Prowl. once again, my friend, with your favorite blurred podcast. This time it's the first. Well, maybe not ever, but definitely the first for this season. I have a guest. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves because I am so esteemed to have them here. The floor is yours.
1: Look, when you said M A P, right? I was thinking you were going. I was about to sing "Dora the Explorer." You know the map. You know uh, I was like, "Oh shoot, okay, oh, wait. I could do that
0: Hold too." Up. It's the map. Hold it's the up. map. Let me find hey, uh, okay. okay.
1: You, you so you you tell a mundo friendly. Love it. Um, so, yes. Hi, guys. My name is Kendra Crump, a.k.a. the HNIC, because I am the head nigga in charge. Put some respect on my name. I'm so much the HNIC that that's actually my Wi-Fi network name. And no, none of y'all can actually have, the uh, you know, the passcode because I think it just got changed not too long ago. Ooh. So, no. So yeah. Don't be. And shout out to all the people out there stealing Wi-Fi. Stop it. Grow up. Back to the story. So yeah, Helen from Atlanta, Georgia. Been here since I was zero. So you know how if you've been in a place for so long, you get a little bored and you want to like travel out? Well, look, I'm trying to travel to Rapper the Games House. And I know he's a listener of this podcast because you just that dope, bro. You just that dope. Oh, okay? oh man, so Jay- Get you everywhere. Thank you, you know, uh, J.C. Onterrell Taylor, you hear me? Uh, you can't see me, but you hear me. Respond back to my DM that I sent on April 19, 2020, 8 08 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and April 19, 2021, 9:38 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, that's my intro. Oh, yeah. Okay,
0: thanks. She got stance. Well, one thing I want to say is, uh, what up? Uh, peace out to my people in Atlanta and Georgia. I used to, uh, stayed down there for a while. I got family down there and whatnot. Oh, really? So So you've
1: been to the adult wonderland called Magic City. Did you see me out there I have
0: not not been to Magic City when I was down there. It was a whole bunch of family stuff. And, like, I'm I'm, I'm from up north. You know, I'm Detroit. I'm so up north. Just the whole south is just crazy to me. And, like, we went down there, and I'm like, it's tax on food. What the hell is this? I had never, when I first never left Michigan, I didn't know it was tax on food in other places. And it's like, I got down there, everybody...
1: yeah. And I, I was not aware that when I went up north to, uh, you know, uh, you and uh, Illinois, you guys are neighbors like yep. Chicago. I'm like tax on grocery bags. So, you know, what it taught, what that taught me is like, there's no such thing as a perfect place. You get mm-hmm. excited when you go, you, when you live in your hometown, like, oh, yeah, I got to deal with that. Then you realize, oh, I got to deal with some other stuff. Like, I would love the fact that we didn't have to do tax on food. You know how much money I would save? Man. And I, would, I would love. But but guess what? Y'all have to deal with the snow and you're to deal with those. I ain't been to Detroit. I've never been to Michigan, right? But I was told those roads are terrible. Do you actually have a rental car that you drive everywhere? Or you use your own tires? We, are your we tires use our own
0: tires, but it's like how, okay. how you know up here. It's like, well, basically, I'm going to tell you all this since we talk about the states. Michigan, since we get the extremes of the cold and the heat, it expands and contracts the road. So our mm-hmm. roads really go through it. And it's funny, like when we was down south, I thought it was like um, 10 years ago when it was a real bad blizzard. We was laughing because it was, like, maybe three, maybe five inches of snow in the whole city of Atlanta shut uh-huh. down. We was dying laughing. Like We were like, yeah, we got our four uh, sand trucks out here. And I was like, Jesus Christ. But for y'all, it don't ever snow out there like that. So And it's like I used to live in North Carolina. And we would watch, like, it would, like, be, like, a frost outside. And you would watch the stuff on the TV and it would just be all at the top, all these businesses closing, all this stuff going <laughs> on. And it's like, you know, I'm from up here. And they'd be like, you know, you, you you must be cold. I said, dog, I'm from Michigan. If you ain't talking 13 below zero, you ain't moving me, what
1: baby. Wait, wait, wait. What did you just say? Did you say 13 below, below zero? Below negative what are 13. You, so did you? were you still outside jogging in that 13 below zero? Did you go get a run? Did you still break the sweats?
0: Well, sure, that, see, that's the weather where you're trying to. If you older, if you up like me in your 30s and stuff, that's that mess around and get a heart attack in the middle because you're suffering that sh- snow, you be sweating and stuff. But, like, nah, we try to stay inside for the most part. But, like, okay but for right. me my thing is i went down south i couldn't deal with the heat like i just i just couldn't do it you know and like i was I telling my it, cousin man. like if i was like dog i couldn't i can't believe niggas but slaves down here like i'd have been picking cotton at night <laughs> oh, Like, Daw.
1: wait wait. let me find out you's a real comedian out here in these streets man you let me find out were you actually on deaf comedy jam because if you were i'm about to look for
0: oh, you oh no, no. just my coping mechanism is humor that's all but It's like when I was down to the heat, and I mean, we first got down there, and I'm just tripping out because it's like, dude, it's hot, but it ain't no breeze. Like up here it it'll be hot, and it'll be like a breeze or something. It's like it was so you gotta, hot. You gotta
1: go to Miami for that. You gotta go to like certain parts of Florida. Like it's it's, it's it is Satan's like ball sack hot here. Miami, like Florida, is more tropical weather type of hot. And and if you go to Arizona, you're in the desert hot, which is worse than here. At least I mean it's a breeze if you uh, drive in a car 120 miles an hour. I just don't get caught by the cops. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, go go on 285. You see, it's 285. better. It's better
0: in Georgia than it is in North Carolina. North Carolina, it's so humid. Like you feel like you' about to go outside and drown. Like you just, you can just feel the. It's just retarded. It's so hot out I there. I love like, the humidity. I like it for the women. It's it's nice to, to, to you know, but it's hard to be cool when talking to somebody when you're sweating like Robert Kelly at a Girl Scout meeting. So. You know
1: what? We're done. We're done. We, you know, actually, uh, I actually, uh, wrote him in, uh, in prison, and he wrote me back. I'm about to visit him next month. Oh, okay. Go, go. That, that's a lie. Do not, that's, do not, guys. I'm a comedian. If you haven't figured it out by now, do not. If they, but you know what? I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be very real with you. I, I'm a very controversial person where I don't mind. Having a conversation with some of the like craziest people out there in the world. I don't know if Ted Bundy's still alive, but I would like to actually have a conversation with him. I want to have a conversation with El Chapo. Like, do an interview. I'm gonna actually write um uh, Larry Hoover, and I'm gonna see if I can get him out of prison. All right. <laughs> let's go ahead and be serious, because we're gonna be here joking till the next oh, day. Oh, for sure. We you already know about what the it topic. is. All
0: right, <laughs> but let's move this right along since we got the pleasantries out the way. Um. With today, we're reviewing a movie called *The Tomorrow War*. Um, it's it's got my man Chris Pratt in it. It's on Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime, or whatever, and it's supposed to be one of, I guess one of the top trending movies in the world right now. So right. I guess I'll ask you before: Have you heard of this movie at all before you guys saw it?
1: Uh no! it was actually my first time i listen i'm gonna be honest with you when i heard about art of the war i go off titles right And the first yeah. thing i think of is like is this a history movie he's gonna you know have me watching like what in the world like i look i didn't do history in, in well in school like a lot of history was bullcrap christopher columbus did not discover america all right that's a, that's all i'm gonna say oh no that's no 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 no! you're
0: doing good no no like i said that's that's the thing we do i am known for doing <laughs> sidebars and side notes i will go into some deep shit that has nothing to do with nothing. Like you were saying, Christopher Lunk, Columbus, no, he did not discover America. It's a very good point. We can get into that all the time. I just say this to people who was here first. Looked a lot like me. Dark. That's all hey, we're going to say. Hey, that?
1: that's all. Listen, that's all. Hey, that's it. as long. listen, as long as your children know that before they enter, uh, you know, uh, primary school, then they're hey, they doing all right. Oh, they are. My parents that. failed me. OK, that's all I'll say about that.
0: Yeah, so, so, <laughs> moving right along. We're talking about the movie to Tomorrow War. And I, I had heard a little bit about it and I heard that this guy who made it, he usually before this is the boring stuff guy. He made cartoons and stuff like that. So basically before the uh, pandemic and stuff happened, he sold the rights to his movie. It's supposed to be like a blockbuster quote unquote movie. He sold the rights of it to Amazon. So here we are now. Now the movie basically is pretty much, it's a simple movie. They got people coming from the past, from the future because they're fighting a war with aliens in the future. uh mm-hmm. They sending people back to the past. Now, the thing that was funny to me, two things off the top was funny to me. They are having a party in America. Everybody at the party is there and then what they're watching is soccer. And I'm trying to think in what alternate reality is everybody in America watching a soccer game? Like it's Well, football. I
1: think it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of you know uh, uh, Caucasian people uh, that was like mainly like the surface, and then they, you know, you know how they got like they don't want to make it look like they forgot about us, right? So they sprinkle a little bit, bit of black folks in there as well. No one they actually that's... talk
0: to. They're just there in the background. <laughs> just niggas there.
1: I said, who are I said, who are all these people in this house? Are y'all having a house party? Is it somebody's birthday? Like, who are all these people? So, that was too many people in that house for me. That's why I just want to say that. Yeah, yeah, that, but of course
0: that. they shot this pre-COVID. But another thing I thought was really funny, (laughs) so they got to the part where they're doing the soccer game and this portal and this hole in the the air opens up and the people come out and they're the army from the future. And the thing that I thought was really interesting that their leader, the general, was a black lady. And I was thinking, you Uh know, if you really wanted help from the past, I would have sent white people back. (laughs) Because Uh it's like, even now, you couldn't get hostages with black people. But It's like, ah, okay, it's cool, so... Anyway, long story short, <laughs> I know I'm getting too deep into it. Long story short, they, they have to, you, the people are dying in the future. And they mm-hmm. have to, you have to send the people from the past to go fight into the future, which is dumb as hell to me because what they're telling people is you'll get paid a million dollars if you make it back.
1: Uh. If you make it back. That's you, the key word. Did you yeah. did you hear that? That's that's if the big if back. right there. But here's my here's my question. Oh, though. Is that do you feel like that's how the, that that's how they can get someone by, like, giving you that stipulation? Hey, we're going to give you all this money. But like, the, the you know, you, you still got to just make sure you just try to do everything except try to not get killed now. But, you know, would, would you actually like Would Let me ask you, would you have actually taken that deal?
0: My whole point was this. I don't care if you're giving me diamonds. We all die in 30 years. So it's like, mm-hmm. what's the point? I'm not gonna risk dying now, and then if the million dollars, it's still gonna the world's still going to shit in thirty years. I'll be a millionaire, mm-hmm. ran over. Nah, I'm straight. If anything, like I said, nah, they ain't about to send my black ass to the future. Hell no, nah, that's the first thing. Nah, uh, uh-uh. I ain't about to take no L for them. Mm-mm. Mm. Nah, and I always thought that was also funny thinking about them. If how America do? You couldn't tell America that there was a war, war that all the people died. They're like, so basically. There's an Africa with no Africans in it. They, they would probably be crying to go like, so it's like all those minerals and stuff. There is no one to get it. I just thought that was um, odd. But, you know, we're moving on and keep it going. So anyway, I think the, this black guy that had it, and I can't remember his name. I'll probably edit it in later.
1: Sam Richardson.
0: His name is Sam
1: Richardson. He
0: was, uh, he's from, um, I don't know if you ever saw it. Speaking of comedy, he's from this show called The Detroiters. It was on, Cart- it was on uh, Comedy Central. Okay. Really, really funny. And also the guy he works with. Again, sorry, I can't remember his name. They're both from Detroit. He has this show on Netflix. And if you ever get a chance to watch it, it's called I Think You Should Leave. It is probably some of the funniest stuff I've seen in a long time. And he, they, they do really, really funny things. But the black guy in here I thought was cool. He wasn't. And it's, it's, side note on this, the thing would be us being black. And when they have a character, it's really interesting us for us to watch it. Because you know, like I know, when you see a black person in a movie, chances are we didn't write that person. So
1: <laughs> when you
0: see them, what you're seeing typically with black people, and we have, like I said, we have this level of intimacy amongst us that it's like if it was going down, I could look at you, you look at me, we can look at each other, we running, going out the back door. You already know that. Black people, we had this telepathy thing. So Of course. So it's like when you're watching a movie, you're trying to see how real is this man trying to make this role? Because you know, mm-hmm. every role you're fighting against that director. And I thought it was really cool because it's like, Especially with the black man is weird because you can make them hyper aggressive which is too wrong but then you don't want him to be a coward
1: but mm-hmm. I thought it
0: was a really cool mixture he was a regular guy and like when they went and did all this stuff and they had to fight the aliens and stuff my man was like I just hid he said I just hid because all these people were regular people before going to this war and I thought it was funny that they said why don't you show us a picture of what the aliens look like they said mm-hmm. if you knew what they look like you wouldn't go fight them Oh, I'd have been mm-hmm. like, check, please. Table two, right here. I'm, I'm straight. No, if you're going to tell me that. It's like say, I'll, I'll, I want you to uh, be my wingman and go talk to this girl on this date. All right, man, we'll tell you what I'm working with. If I told you anything, you wouldn't want to go. Oh, you've
1: already said too much, baby. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah, and
0: when they told me if you don't, if you, you can either fight or you can go to prison. Three hots in a cot. I take that. <laughs> I that take, that's it. I, that's it. As a black man, either I, I, I get to choose. Oh, I, I, take, I take the jail, please. Uh, yeah, I, I'm straight on that. But anyway, we're going forward and they fighting these aliens. And I don't know. And of course, you know, jump in anytime you want to. And there's anything you want to say. But uh, well, I'll say this. The aliens, were they scary to you?
1: You know, it, it kind of freaked me out. Uh, good thing I wasn't under the influence of that Snoop Dogg. You know, the oh, real yeah. stuff. That, oh, yeah. that loud, not that quiet, What everybody That I currently am. I feel you you know i'm like bro you high you you only sober you, you like you you high for 30 minutes and you you gotta go back and smoke again come right. on now it, yeah. it's bull crap yeah. uh so yes uh it, it did kind of freak me out where i'm like let me let me kind of fast forward through this part right here because i'm like i thought it was a snake at first yeah. now, i don't be doing snakes right and then it just turns into the whole like other thing and the only thing i thought was like man people have wild imaginations and also i'm pretty woke and i'm also like very controversial and i thought to myself what if those? What if you know how? Like sometimes, like sci-fi movies will actually tell you. Again, I don't know if people believe this, but this is what I believe. I believe that sometimes sci-fi movies, like actually, like this is what's going to actually happen in the future. We're giving you, like, like upfront, letting you know. It's gonna sound crazy, but it's really gonna happen. My mom, I'm like, bro, what if you actually walked outside and that, like, was out your outside your door? Because you know they're coming out with like new creatures that are being found in like certain parts. Oh, that's, of the world.
0: that's that's oh yeah. That's, see, that's a whole nother concept. I could go there with you right now. It's like, all right, let's say what you just said. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know the exact numbers of stuff, but I forgot what it is. It's the human brain, I forgot. Let's just say hypothetical. The human brain can process a million bits of information a in minute. The human eye can only take in, and these aren't approximates, 500,000 bits of information. Whatever it is, it's half of what your brain can process. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, when we're bringing it back. See how we're doing this, y'all. When Columbus first cast, right, I'm bringing it back. When they first came to America, the Native Americans had never seen boats that big before. So when they saw yeah. the boats, they didn't see anything. They just saw ripples in the water. Their brains couldn't comprehend what they saw. So one of the Native American chiefs had to sit on the on the beach for like a week until his brain could see that. Now, with that being said, and what, like I said, again, we can only process half of what we can, you know, what you see. Mm-hmm. What the hell else is out there? If we know for a fact your brain could take in more information than what it's getting. So like you're saying, it very well could be all kinds of shit out there that you just can't see. You know, Hey, and-
1: man, hey, don't be surprised now. One, you wake up, you see one. You know, sit at, at, at your uh, table, made breakfast for you, saying tea and crumpets. They probably be talking to you. I feel like they be speaking English. Not.
0: I, I do it like <laughs> my old man told me when I was little, when I was a kid. I said, there's a monster under my bed. He said, next time you see him, you tell me. I said, why? Because ain't nobody living off me rent-free, boy
1: that's my friend I don't care if you a ghost in <laughs> my house you
0: about to put it on these bills homie that's it
1: that's it look 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 Pop Snow's best now but no like I said I think I think what it came down to it did kind of freak me out and I was like and my anxiety was kind of going through the roof and I'm like bro like, like you know how sometimes like like the main well not really the main character unless you know sometimes the main character the character that you really like um, they end up dying early on i i was just hoping that you know the person who had like the most amount of lines i was thinking like hopefully they weren't gonna die and stuff like that hopefully they were making it out um and you know when i kind of you know fast for probably about 30 seconds to i said okay we're doing good we're yeah. doing good until i think it was like two of them that had like stomped on a human or so and i'm like bro like nobody's gonna help this man why y'all come on now like yeah. i thought we were all in this together
0: <laughs> it is until we start I mean, going on, down
1: this is let me say let me say this, you know how like okay, so so these people are like I guess when you go like in the army or some type of army type base type of force mm-hmm. type thing, right, yeah, so this is like I call it a gang, okay you you're in this gang forever, like we're like the real gang members, okay, yes, I did clap my hands because so I'm trying to be serious, I'm trying to prove a point right now, okay,, oh, yeah. listen, dog, on it, the real gang members like the ones from back in the day before they put the drugs in our neighborhood now everybody's all screwed up and stuff like that they listen we 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 we, we live by the gang we die by the gang it don't matter okay in this together you ain't gonna get jumped alone. even even if it's two of us i'm i'm i'm, I'm right. throwing balls with you the fact that they let that person just just spend by themselves like come on now come on now you already lost a bunch of cool that, that, that. That's, Everyone, and that's
0: it. the conflicting thing which is crazy because it's like you just said that that's that's true in a gang but in the military, which is crazy as hell, nothing matters but the mission. And that's the messed up part about the military It's like, dude, you're you could be my best friend. If I got to take if I have to put, kick you over this cliff to get this where it has to go. That's what it is. And that's the whole messed up thing about it. Like you were saying. And then on top of that, you add them people weren't military people. They were regular people the day before. And they was just, it was just, you know. But yeah, I thought that was a good part about it. But we're, you know, we're, we're glossing over a lot of stuff. I don't want to spoil too much of this movie for you guys. But uh... oh,
1: too! That was. <laughs> Why did I think that this was the? <laughs> I thought you were like, I thought I was like, oh, no, her, hey, no, you know? no, hey, hey
0: no. If we spoil shit, shit is spoiled. I'm like, I said, I'm just letting them know. I'm not saying this shit verbatim. I don't want them to like, this is a very uh, generalized uh, okay. movie. They, they,
1: they'll be okay. Yeah. Come yeah. They'll now. Now. be all right. Ha, haven't, haven't you, let me ask you something. The demographics of your audience, are they mainly black? White? do you know the demographics of your
0: audience? Um, I don't know that well. I just know. um I, A lot of the time, here's my problem. I'm very, like, um if I, if I got into the demos and I started, like, I would look at the numbers all the time and I would become obsessed with that
1: Got show. it. The only reason I ask is because if, it, if it's mainly black, I'm, I'm a black person at some point has ruined a movie for you. So, hey, you got to ruin something for them. Paybacks. Oh, yeah. Oh, of yeah. Life. No,
0: that, that, That's what I do all the time. Because, it's like, basically, that's the beauty, it's the beauty of art and movies. And it's like even with a joke. You can you can hear something and then somebody else can get something out of it. Like I said, well, you can, I can, if a movie is good, I can ruin the whole movie for you. And you can go see it and it still will be good. So for me, I liked, like, if you're telling me about something, if it's like, oh, that, su- that sucks, I don't want to see that crap. Uh-huh. But um, long story short, you know, they find out the aliens, they have to kill them. And the guy Pratt makes up with his father, which I thought was cool because it was a really managed thing that the father had beef with the son, the son had beef with the father and they made up. Uh-huh. And they made up and nobody uh, apologized and nobody changed. And it was the most mannish shit
1: ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that happens all the time. That, that, that happens all the time, you know? Too many times. point. So, like, bro, like, I don't want to talk to you no more. This is how it's going to be like, come on now. It's bull crap. Like, all the time. I don't want to have to keep doing this. Come on.
0: Yeah, It was real mannish for that just to be like, I've accepted. I made up a uh, problem. I'm not going to say uh, what I did was wrong. I'm going to nod at you. You're going to nod at me. You forgive me. Then let's go save the world. I'm like, that's cool as hell. For all you people out there, you know, like if you're in a relationship, it doesn't work that way. You got to have compromise and stuff like that, which is a wonderful thing. But just sometimes it's cool just to nod your head. And, all right, we're done. Let's go kill some monsters. But mm-hmm. but as far, far as father and son things go, I thought that was pretty cool or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. All in all, from the part of a bit of the movie you saw, on a scale of one to five, what would you rate it?
1: Okay, so some of the parts because like I said, my anxiety was kind of going through the roof uh, and stuff like that uh well I, I got a question for you the part where i think that was this old lady how they were at the beach and she was just crying tears uh and so the, the how did you how did you like that like she's like i was there you know hospital did, did, did yeah. you did you feel a little moved by that or you were like okay like bro we we on the beach we we're supposed to supposed to be romantic like come on now cross somewhere
0: else. i kind of felt because he was too that was like his daughter from the future so like i kind of felt it was cool but then on the same sense i'm like you're telling me something that already happened Let's wait till we're away from here. It's like if I'm about to get jumped, I don't want you to be like, yo, Maps, you are running so fast. And I'm so proud of you. That's awesome to hear. Once we get the fuck away, I'm fine. I don't have time to be sitting and kicking on the beach. If these things were running after a car, I don't I don't think I'm going to stop anytime soon. But that's just me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel you. I'd have been like, yo, we need to keep it moving.
1: Yeah, at that part I was like, okay, like come on now, all right. But on scale of one through ten, I, I, I you know what? I'm not gonna be no Debbie Downer because guess what? You know, it was a six point seven stars on IMDb. I'll give it a three and a half. How about that? I'm not gonna be no hater, Hater rating. I'm running my blood.
0: I feel and I, I'm gonna say I, I I'm, a, um, I give it a three, um, only because for me, I thought it was a good movie, and I, not the whole thing that the podcast calls fresh. We are just hard to impress. I am the main person. I was thinking it's just for me, and this is me being a little anal about it. There was hardly any reloading, and then mm-hmm. also I was thinking about as far as war being as crazy as it is, half of those people should have been instantly shell shocked when they went into the area. But I got it. I thought the movie was good. As far as for me, um, I know Chris Pratt, and of course those who know know he was Star Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy and in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just mm-hmm. kept thinking like, "Come on, Star! Come on, Star Lord!
1: Let's get it, baby!" Well, is he is he your? He, would you say that he's your favorite uh, sci-fi um, actor? Or, like, the genre of the films that he does? I
0: think he's a good actor. I don't know. For me, and that's I think he really wasn't doing too many. He's at the level with this movie where I don't even think he was really acting. Not to say he didn't do good. It's just like if you were to play yourself, you wouldn't have Mm -hmm. to do. He he just was Chris Pratt. I thought he did good. But I think pretty much all it called for was a six-foot white dude who people find generally good-looking. And he felt that it was like anybody could have played that role. Ryan Reynolds could have played that role. Hell, Kevin Hart could. But I think it was good. I'm just happy the black guy didn't die. It was two black guys in the movie. (laughs) Two black guys in the movie. And when I saw like the first black guy, everybody is like, oh, when they first get to, like, oh, he's he's already fighting aliens. He's got one of the nails around his neck and they're like, he's done three yeah, tours and I'm just thinking I like. I, I,
1: don't, I don't like that. Like, come on now. And then it may, you know what maybe may be making me wonder? I'm like, why do black folks be signing up for these roles when they know like that this is what's gonna like be their fate? I'm like, bro, like, you supposed to set an example for us, okay? So I'll well, say about so you got
0: to look at it like, shoot, Will Smith's first role, I forgot that movie, he was a gay dude. In that oh, war. yeah,
1: Six Degrees of Separation. But, but, yeah, and, but, but you got to realize that's really his life. Pause. That's all I'm going to say about ooh, that. I'm not going to get you kicked out the air. We about to get into that entanglement. Okay, we're not getting into that. All right, moving on. Well, but,
0: moving yeah, on. but, yeah, you know, and like I said, but no, what you were saying as far as the roles and stuff, and it, it, it's funny, it's about in the, you got to fake it until you make it to a lot of these people, and that's why it's important for people to create stuff as far as ourselves to have stuff that we can, you don't have to take that role. Like Denzel Washington was talking about there's one role they wanted him to do. He was supposed to be in like, for all intents and purposes, super nigga. It was this slave that they couldn't kill. He said he turned it down. (laughs) And, but he said that to say, this is when Denzel was nobody. And he said, Uh like it was either eating, I mean, that role or not eating. And he was like, he turned it down because he said, like you were saying, this may well outlive me and my career. And no matter what I do, They'll come back and yeah, you mean Denzel Washington? Oh, the dude who won them six Oscars? Oh yeah, I remember. I the first movie, Super Nigga. I saw that. Oh, they couldn't. And he was like, No. Nah. And that's the thing. It's hard for people. Just like um, we see now. Uh, Juvenile got that Vax that thing up video song out.
1: Oh gosh, I'm oh, like, bro, like, how much are they paying? You know what? That I, I, you know. Wait, wait. Oh, here, here's one. Here, here's one. Here, here's my favorite. I'm gonna do a little diss record against him, but it's gonna be like it's not gonna be like no like actual. I'm getting in yeah. the studio. It's gonna be a rant, okay? But again, it's gonna be out of love, and it'll probably go viral, so he can finally like you know respond back to my DM. Uh, Ti, I ain't never seen that man while living. out. Have you ever seen Ti before while living out here in Atlanta? I have not. Okay, well, hey, that that listen, I don't feel so bad now. But no, I was gonna say that reminds me of Ti making like he actually had a class called. Uh, the art of trap music and you know, or or like trapping and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, come on, Ti, come on now. You got to be better than this, you know. But yeah.
0: Ti, I, love, I used to love. I took I took, I took his
1: cla- I took the class though. Oh, I asked, I, asked, I asked one the, the one question I asked and he didn't even answer The question was, how did you come up with the names of all of your uh, albums? Like, wow, that's that's a very extensive question i'll just answer half of that question he only answered like one one like only like with his recent now. i'm like bro i was about to put like uh, like the middle finger emoji in the chat so i'm like kendra don't don't do that yeah
0: no oh. don't do that <laughs> don't do that you don't want you don't because you see the the problems he got now you don't want that
1: oh gosh no i'm guys mind you don't mind me Y'all probably thinking like, where'd they find, where'd he find this girl from? Like, this girl is off the chain. Guys, don't mind me. I'm, I'm just being me, you know, and I like the song by Lil Wayne. I mean, I actually wrote that song, but uh, he doesn't want to admit that. That's why me and Dwayne Carter are beefing. Let's go back to the story. Back to
0: the story. <laughs> but yeah, like we were just saying with the movie and everything, it's two black people. When, when they had the first dude and he was like, I've been backing. And then it's like, oh, we thinking it's two black people. Both of them are lead. Oh, snap. Somebody got to die. Then when, uh, when the uh, dude black dude was all battle-grizzled gri- and stuff, and he was like, yeah, I found out I got cancer. So either I'm going to go. I'm like, oh, he's going to go. All oh, the black dude's going to go. And eventually, he he out of the two of them, he did die. But he did go out taking out the aliens, which was cool with me. But at least both of them made it to the end. But all in all, like I say, I think it was a pretty entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. It, it was um, enough, because lately I've been watching uh, Blazing Saddles on repeat. But it was, it was almost slightly good enough to stop watching that. Now, for me, that's a movie. Oh, man, I don't know if y'all ever seen that movie. If you owe it to yourself, I've been talking about this on the podcast for a while. Go see Blazing Saddles, Reddit, whatever it is. Oh, my God, the greatest movie. One of the greatest, funniest black movies ever. Was it black? Nah, but it got black people in it. I say it's one, mm-hmm. of, the greatest, I say it's one of the greatest comedies ever, in my opinion. It's up there with Harlem Nights. But y'all don't hear me, y'all.
1: I mean, you about, You probably about to, like, you know, uh, x me off uh, this, this uh, you know, call... I don't care for Harlem Nights. Sorry, but not sorry. I know, I know. It just, it didn't slap for me. It wasn't funny to me. I didn't understand. The part that still I don't understand was the fact that Della Reese and Eddie Murphy are literally fighting in the alley and he shoots her toe. And I'm like, bro, what is this? I I don't care for Friday, the first one. I don't care for Set It Off, Boomerang. Honey is terrible.
0: I used to like Set It Off until our cousins made me watch it over and over again. I would say... Really, with Harlem Nights, and that is like, to me, the height of black comedy. And if you go back and you can watch that, you got Della you got Eddie Murphy, you got Richard Pryor, and you got even Robin Harris, you got Charlie Murphy. The level of comedy, even with like, if you go back and just for me watching that with Della and that jump blew my, oh, shout out to Della Reese, God bless his soul, one of Detroit's finest. To watch that movie, and then, like, when she was like, oh, you want to hit me? Just for him to hit her, then she was like, oh, you want to fight, huh? Man, that whole movie was just, that just just blew my mind, especially when they got the one scene, if y'all ever get a chance, YouTube it. Like, when I, I thought I heard cussing until I heard Red Fox and Della Reese curse. It was, like, poetry. It was, it was, like, I never heard, like, it was so decisive. Like, if you listen to, like, like, um, who would I say? Bernie Mac. Like mm-hmm. he he uses it like different ways. You can talk, you can curse and stuff, and sound retarded, or you can use it and accent your your uh your stuff, which the whole thing. You said you had some juice in here, and I got all ready for this damn juice. It ain't nothing but to well, swallow it. Well, swallowing shut the fuck up. Like all that stuff was just hilarious. But like I said, I can feel where you coming from. To different people, like I know my people got mad at me because I like everybody got different stuff. I don't know. Like I guess what was just some of your favorite comics then?
1: All right, so I'll give you, I'll give you guys the top five. Um, I I love Bad Boys One. That's a comedy movie. It's hilarious. I love it. Um, I was just thinking about that. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Because let me tell you something. After watching this sci-fi film, I had to go watch Turn on a Comedy. Okay, so don't be a menace. Came on. I'm just sitting there just chuckling. I love Pootie Tang. Sada Tang.
0: Oh, Pootie Tank's so funny.
1: Number four, Undercover Brother.
0: Okay, I see.
1: Number five, Head
0: of State. Oh, that's a good one, too. That was low-key very much slept on. Like, that movie was, they should low-key redo that movie again. That was great.
1: I mean, it's really, it's amazing. And you know what? It made me, like, think, like, that is how you end up getting my vote for president. And I kept thinking, I'm like, okay, did anybody, did any president ever go to the player's ball? Okay, come on now. That's, like, come on now. What, What are you... What are you doing? Hire, hire your brother, a family member, as vice president. Okay, come on now. A but former hey, bail
0: bondsman. That doesn't saying, matter. He said, it I matter. get that. That was, was so great about it. He was like, I get your ass out of, out, of, uh, out of prison. So you think I can't get this country out of debt? I'm like, he got a good point. It was just great. Like, rest of the thing, Chris Rock, he's great. He's funny. And it's like, even with that, I don't know. What's the other movie he got? Uh, I Think I Love My Wife. Great movie.
1: You know what? I've mm-hmm. seen the BT version, so I haven't seen the real version.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, then you haven't seen it. But it's it's, it's like it's a good date movie, I would say. And it was just a real it's like if you've ever been in a long term relationship and stuff. It was it was good up until the end. The end sucked because they started singing and stuff. But that I put that movie. Wait, anyway, a... so
1: they they basically tyler Perry got his uh his uh. Uh, oh gosh! I li- sometimes I literally have it and I don't. Tyler Perry got his inspiration from like the ending of that movie, right? With yes. his plays and everything yes. else. Okay, you have you? I still haven't seen uh, *Soul Men with Sam uh, Sam Jackson oh, and and Bernie Mac. You know, but you gotta realize, like, number one, like when a lot of these like classic films came out. Number I was a child. I mean, I still am a child. You know, late '90s babies. Shout out to all of us. Uh, you know, we look, we we skipped the cocaine, we went to perks, right? Uh, anyway, back <laughs> to the story. So, <laughs> I tried to perk one time, right? I said, let me, just, let me just see the hype. Let me see what the hype's about. And somebody had given me, like, the 10, like, I think the strongest milligram. And the only thing, it just, it kind of made me a little fuzzy. And I just tried to go to sleep. And I'm like... Yeah, I don't like that. How do y'all do these
0: drugs? <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. I might drink me something. I might roll me up something. That's about as far as I go. Yeah, I you think.
1: know, but but no, like, a lot of these films that came out, like, my, my parents, my dad especially, he was very adamant, like, about not watching an R-rated film until... Um, not watching an already rated film until I was at the age, he said it was 18, I'm like dad is 17, but you do realize, I'm in middle school, where these kids are acting out in a very R-rated manner, okay, r movies really is just, you're excessively using F or MF yeah. throughout the, or it has like, you know, well not even nudity, it's really if you use excessive language, that's what already movie is, right, and when I got to middle school, I, didn't, you know, we didn't have curse words in my household, so when I got to middle school I cursed everybody out, everybody got so shut the f up and yeah. let me tell you something it was a real skill to be cursing at school and then you come home and you had to turn it off because you y'all look if your parents heard you that you gotta
0: rewire your brain for that
1: you had to look I, I did good i don't know how i did that but i did good right but no like i said he you know I, I couldn't watch any of those movies and stuff like that and you know i remember the very first film i think i snuck and watched was set it off this is when we had like like on vcr and everything and then i think it was you know, it was set it off and then it was like boys in the hood then it was uh, a thin line between love and hate and i was like oh i can't wait i'm watching my first R-rated movie
0: and i'm like ew ew <laughs> you better than me it's like i was younger dog like i came up watching that junk it wasn't like the people were scarred they was like what the hell is that boy in there watching i don't know what the hell is rambo first blood and they're like you shouldn't be but they're like yeah by that time i was watching r-rated comedies and all that kind of stuff. So my mind was been just blown. But um, yeah, I, to- I totally feel you with all that stuff. And it's like uh, with the cursing and stuff like that, it's, it's uh, um, yeah, as far as like how you take in media, which is a really interesting thing because it's like how you consume media and stuff, it's, it, 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 it almost affects how you look at things and how you perceive things. And it's just like uh, me, I grew up a lot of stuff. Like I used to watch a lot of Looney Tunes. And my mom was like, how do you know all this classical music? It was in Looney Tunes. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kill the rabbit, mm-hmm. kill the rabbit. I was like, yeah, I consume that stuff. So a lot of stuff, you know, I would say stuff, and or like a lot of things, I would, I would say stuff. He's so smart. Nah, I'm just repeating stuff I said. I've been watching old Jeopardy with my grandma for for a whole week. I don't know a lot. I just know the answer to these very specific questions. And if anybody says anything close to it, I'm on it. But yeah, you know, I feel you on that. And it's like, as far as the movies and things, and it's like, uh, you know, it, it, it's like now I don't know I I think movies and stuff now are just kind of meh it's too um it's too safe it's like I was talking to uh, somebody the other day about comedy and how they were saying like how for a lot of intents and purposes comedy is dying because they're so quick to cancel everybody and they're so quick to just like uh, Mm -hmm. I love Patrice O'Neill I don't know if you guys have ever heard him check out Patrice O'Neill he has one of the best stand-ups he's good yeah elephant room god bless his soul and if you just want to hear, he says some of, like, the most offensive stuff, but it's true. It's like, for instance, he made a point. He was saying the perfect relationship. He said, what did he say? The perfect relationship for a man is when he likes the woman and the woman loves him. He said that's what, but like, a lot of stuff he says like that. And he was just saying, like, how um, comedy. He said, if you're telling a joke, 50% of the room should be laughing. About another half of the room should be appalled. Mhm. Comedy should not make everybody happy. It should make some people uncomfortable. That's how comedy is and that's why I respect it and I love it so much like I listen to a lot of comedians, Bill Burr and it's just like I wish I could do that. I have respect for the craft like he was just saying to go up there and to tell jokes and to say jokes and you have to bomb. And he says you know, mm-hmm. you, you have to bomb. He said because you while bombing like he was sensing dudes telling a story about Richard Pryor. And he was saying how like in between specials, Richard Pryor would go to these little dive bars and just mm-hmm. go. And you would think, let's say you out with your man or something, we out, you going like, oh shit, we out with Richard Pryor. You thinking he about to pull out the good stuff? No, he just sit up there and just talk for like an hour and a half, and people were bored. But he would come back every day, and they said it back by like by the end of the month, you started seeing the routine and stuff. But that's like it's beauty in it because to be funny, you have to be vulnerable.
1: That that is true. That it, listen, you ain't gonna, you ain't you ain't gonna be able to like you know hit hit everybody and stuff like that. And it's okay. Like there have been times where I've done like for example, when I I've asked people, this is a joke I don't tell anymore, but I'll tell you guys, I've asked people um you know if they had any like let's say the total is 308 yeah i said do you have any pocket change and they're like no i don't have any and, I, and then you know they'll give me four dollars i'm like well you're about to have change now yeah. and that's
0: first...
1: <laughs> 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 so so here's the thing that joke would work and then people until it got to the point of saying, hmm, hmm and i'm like oh i'm not saying it no more after about fifty, hmm, I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, no. So, like I said, it's still funny. It's, it's one of those like little slapstick kind of, like. Okay, I'll give you a little slapstick joke. What do you call a dog with no legs? What? Nothing. He ain't gonna come anyway. Oh, that's a good. <laughs> so I'm I tried it on my on my own two of my coworkers, and they were like, "Oh, that's that's whack or whatever, right?" But they're no longer working with us, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's what happens, you know when yeah. when 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 you a hater, God removes you." Uh anyway, back to the story. So, but like I said, it's it's okay. You're not gonna get everybody. My own family doesn't find me funny, and you know, well, I got two out of, two out of the in my immediate family two out of five, you know. But it's but sometimes it's only one out of five, you know, and stuff like that. Depending on how what how my mama feeling that day and stuff yeah. like that. So, like I said, it's 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 okay. You're not gonna get everybody, even when you're going. I tell everybody who who tries to go after their dreams, who tries to you know do anything that's positive with their life like behind every no there is a yes there are people out there who just don't want to see you win or do good and and oh, you yeah. have to be okay with that man you got to be okay with that
0: yeah that's 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 where you know what and i think we're gonna wrap it up because i can't i don't think i could say anything better or more point point than that and i guess with that i would say is there anything you want to plug or plug yourself tell people where to see you or to check you out at
1: yeah, you can, uh, you know, see me, find me on the corner. While I'm not on the corner, uh, you can catch me on Instagram, The Kendra Crumb Show, so D as in the, K-Y, N as in Nancy, D-R-A, C-R-U, M as in Mary P, as in Paul's show. Not with no money sign, not no fake ass ASAP Rocky, okay? Y'all need to stop doing that. People who still put a money sign, like, in their handles and all that other type of stuff, y'all are probably the same people who put text this, that, them, they, And you probably still put middle fingers up in in the pictures. Like, come on now, stop that. YouTube is Kendra Crump, K-Y-N-D-R-A, space C-R-U-M-P. And make sure you put a space because a lot of y'all's wheels on y'all's bus don't go round and round. Next, my own podcast, individual podcast. And look, brother, you are definitely, I need you to say what up, though, during the entire, don't do it during the entire, just say in uh, in the beginning, uh, like for about, you know, five seconds. I I need you to start with what up, though, you are coming on my podcast. Oh, what's I got you. Friday, it's like nine other people, depending, sometimes seven, or if people, you know, don't show up, it might be five. It don't matter. You show up, okay, on time. We be, be, Let the white jean come out, you know, somewhere yeah. deep, deep, deep downside. Okay, Friday, The Kendra Crumb Show podcast. And it, it's like we have fun on there. You know, just we, we shoot the breeze and we freestyle about nothing. Love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I've i listened to it. It's pretty good. Like I said, I definitely got to get on there. I got to make sure um, it may not definitely be tomorrow, but because uh, we don't date these, so they don't know when it's just coming out.
1: Every Friday. every Hers is every, every Friday. Whenever, she is every Friday. Any drops. Fridays. It's every yes, Friday. any Friday. So
0: please make sure y'all check her out. She is our podcast. I believe I want to say it's everywhere podcast. I I'm not going to tell you check me out. You guys already know what it is. I want to say thank you, <laughs> Kendra, for being on the show. I hope we can get you back again next time. You can pick what you want to review or, better yet, what you want to talk about.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I just got a movie that came into my mind. What's I got up? a movie that came... It's called Reality Bites. Have you heard of that film?
0: I don't think I have, but we can, David, if you want to come back, we'll oh. check it out. We can review yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and me. I think when I last I checked, it was free on YouTube. Uh, hopefully it's still free. If not, we'll find another free yeah, and movie. It, and, if
0: you, and for you, if you ever get a chance, if you if you check out the documentary for Patrice O'Neill, it's called Killing is Easy. It is possibly one of the best. Like It, it, it motivated me. It's like I felt did, like did so. shed
1: Did you shed a tear when he had uh, expired? I did. Would you say, what was the worst celebrity death that you've encountered thus far?
0: In my personal life? Seriously? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Almost, I'm going to have to say Prince. Really? Because it's like he was the Beethoven of our time. Or the Mozart of our time. And it's like, you know, for him to go, he was the last artist who's like, I play everything. I write everything. I can sing it all myself. There's no one out there now, even if whoever you can name, who can do everything by themselves. And that mm-hmm. just, it just hurt me when he passed because it was like, he's, anytime people like him who can connect, like I can listen, I can put a Prince album on me, my mama, my aunties, uncles, even my grandparents. and be like, oh, that's that song. And it's like, we, for me, and I know I'm getting kind of bummy on this, it's just losing the things that connect the generations, like how you can place uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire And from black people, from young black people to old black people, it'll bring us together. But yeah, I don't know. That was me. I'd say Prince probably was the one that hurt me the most.
1: Got you, got you, got you. Recently, you know what, there was I didn't think I would ever get to this point because, you know, Of course, I'm still young, and so I, you know, of course, there have been people who have transitioned. You know, I thought, like, something was wrong with me when I didn't, you know, boo-hoo cry over Kobe, right? Even though I like the Lakers and everything, but, you know, it just it really didn't affect me, like, hit me like that. But I'll tell you, the one person who really did affect me was DMX, and I'm going to tell you why. Ooh, I go, yeah. X had affected me because of the fact that, you know, not only he's in my top five favorite rappers, excluding Pac, Big, and Hov, but I really was rooting for him, and I thought he was clean, right? But then I listened to one um, episode with Iyanla, where he says, you know, I'm paraphrasing, where he basically, you know, was saying that, you know, he i don't think you can ever really get off drugs in a sense like it's 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 like something that's within you You have to really fight hard every day it's a new battle every day day you got to fight hard and and not only that not only fight hard but be around people who motivate you to 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 keep the fight and you know but then you know and so it really was like a torn battle like i'm like I, i was going back and forth in my head but once I heard about him, you know, hospitalized, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I really was messed up at work for like a few hours. Like, and I'm a happy-go-lucky, cheerful person, but it really bothered me. and You know, and the crazy thing is me, I work at the airport. He never came on my concourse, mm. you know, and I'm like, bro, like, come on. Come on now! I Quit find in,
0: in Atlanta, like everybody down there, man. So
1: you know, you gotta you gotta realize. Like I work, I, I, I'm gonna tell everybody, do not edit this part out because I want y'all to come support me. Okay. Like you, like like you support your favorite rapper that's not gonna respond back to you in your DM. I'll respond back unless you're saying some foo foo. Okay. I work at the Hartsville Jackson Atlanta Concourse B as in Bravo Zero Nine. I'm at a kiosk. I'm there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sometimes Monday. I'm there late morning to early evening. Come see me. Leave me a tip. I'm not talking about your penis. I'm talking about pocket change. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Or strap-on, ladies. Shout out to all the women out there who uh, put their strap-ons in the dishwasher topic, okay? Because I'm tired of looking for oh, where where the, where the cups at? Oh, this is the dishwasher. Forgot that you left your stuff there. Back to the story. Wow. So no, like, on Concourse, I'm on the Delta side, right? So I'll see, like, your fair share of uh, rappers that probably have thrown at somebody to actually get on the record and that I don't care for. You know, I've seen the up-and-coming rappers and everything else. You know, they have the rapper star kid. They always got that jewelry that, mm. you know, is probably gonna, you know, that, that might be fake if you actually take it to a real jeweler. Back to the story. I'm not gonna get too much into them. But no, you know, I don't see the people that i really want to see is three people i want to see before age 30 okay got i got a few years before age 30 It's ti the game and alan iverson those are the three people who i just want them to come to my kiosk okay and they better leave me a nice tip don't be like little scrappy and fetty wop and leave me no change and a 14 cent tip don't mm. do that okay i need <laughs> oh god <laughs>
0: Not <laughs> don't do that
1: but 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 you know what i but but working at with working at the kiosk and working in delta has taught me this like i feel like let me ask you are you more of a thrift store if you see a nice shirt at walmart you'll buy it or are you like more of a you have louis vuitton bags in your closet like what type of shopper are you like clothing i don't
0: know wise? for me i would probably say nah since i got five kids I, i'm mm-hmm. thrift store i look bummy. let them look fly
1: what what about what about prior to having children? What type of did you have the Adidas and you were looking like? Oh yeah, uh, yeah,
0: no, I was, I was, I, was, yeah, I was Adidas, Adidas track suits. Like I said, yeah, that was my thing. Shell toes, all that stuff. I was, yeah, I wasn't super duper on that stuff, but yeah, I liked was look. I, I like looking nice.
1: Gotcha. Well, I, I I get the vibe that you you know you actually do leave a tip you know and it, you might not be a hundred dollar bill tip yeah. but you, I feel like you still tip right. Yeah. So, but the thing about it is I learned that people who typically yeah. seven times out of ten people who come onto my kiosk with nothing but like name brand stuff like designer stuff that is really just yeah. ugly but people just wear it, those are ones that ain't gonna leave a tip. Okay? okay, but the ones who do, like I said, seven times out of ten I, I have some had some nice tips from people who have you know have designer on but but the people but the other people who actually leave nice tips are the ones that look like i guess a stereotype in a sense that they look like they don't have it but they really do yeah. those are the ones i get excited but then again sometimes they don't leave a tip you know but so like i say it goes to show like People are going to either tip or they're not going to tip and stuff like that. But again, I think honestly, I used to get excited. I'm like, oh my goodness, this, this entertainer is coming to my kiosk, right? Or the worst ones, the worst tippers are the ones who say, God bless you. We'll sit here, sa- say a whole prayer, and now you leave me nothing. Like, which God do you believe in? Because I can't tell. Yeah. You're over here saying, God bless you, man. It's bullcrap. They're like, hey,
0: I'm trying to give you eternal life. You don't want no money. I'm trying to save your soul. <laughs> Money is only for right now. I'm giving you. I'm giving you money for life.
1: Oh gosh. yeah, that's I that's, they, that's that. like
0: when I hate when them people leave them little do- the fake hundred dollar bills and you unfold it and it's like, oh God, so I could like I could I could stomp somebody out who does that. Like I'm like, why would you give somebody joy of finding? It? I'd rather you just say, hey, God is good. So and so blah blah. But to take a fake hundred and you open it up and it's like, oh wow, I had joy for like five seconds and then you just took it away.
1: I, I, have you ever worked in like the service in- industry oh, before? Yes. Oh, yes. What was, what, 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 what job did you like? What type of service job did you do I've at the time? I've
0: tables. I've done janitorial stuff. I used to work retail. Oh man, the stories. I can tell you, I used to work at uh Sam's club, uh, a
1: lot so, of places. So, there. you know, you know how to treat a person when you go. And I think more people need to work jobs like that. What was the biggest tip that you remember receiving from any type of service job that you've had? Maybe like $10.
0: And even oh, and even God, then not, and the, messed up part, no, and the messed that's up part was because I wasn't supposed to get tips. So I had to turn it down. And it's because at the end of the day
1: who, who told you that you weren't like how job, would they have known? Like if
0: you, how he, would
1: they have known?
0: True, but here's the point. At the time I only had like two kids. And it's like I wanted to take the ten, but the messed up part is, and I've seen it happen to people, if somebody snitched or they have people watching you from far away, you'll lose your four or three hundred whatever dollar check. For that $10 they gave you that one time.
1: You know what? You should have told that person you what you should have done was whoever, like, did they try to give it to you, like, right then and there? Or did they leave it on the table, like, say, give it to that guy? Yeah, see, now, now, it's
0: some people, like, I, this is the thing I love about, I love black women in general. Black women are, like, the shit. And it's, like, I love it how it's, like, especially older black women. Because I'm, like, I can't take that. And then old lady was like, well, they don't know we ain't family. Slide the money in my pocket. Like, oh, oh, oh thank you. Okay, then. They'll be cool with it. And some people, I'm like, you know, like, oh, okay, fine. Like you said, I'll put it on the thing. Can't, I can't take that. You know, but like I said, mm-hmm. sometimes people will be cool and be like, i slide you a little something. on the low," like, oh, thank you, thank you. But like you were saying, the same thing I was saying during the pandemic. Dog, like all the service job and the essential jobs and stuff, like all, and I was working. So I was working at a hospital when that shit started. People got fucked. And it was just really Mm -hmm. bad, you know what I'm saying? It's like even when I used to work, I used to live off tips. I used to bust Mm -hmm. tips, And it's funny, and we were getting all off subject, but it's awesome, that most people don't know. It's like when you go to restaurants and shit, America's the only place in the world that pays people off tips like that. Like other restaurants and other countries, they pay people an actual decent wage, and then they get Mm. tips on top of it because the problem with that Mm. is, and they've shown, statistically speaking, the math is, the harder you are, the more you try to be more courteous, it comes off to the customers you're trying to work harder for an extra tip. So, it always I mean, comes.
1: it, it kind of is true, but not really. <laughs> it, I mean, it is true,
0: I'm saying, but it's just a messed up system. Like, I remember one time I was working, like I said, I've had to work off tips before. And I was like, it's messed up because it's putting a lot of extra stress into it. something. It's like you can't. It's like if you like, if you try, you're talking to me, I like maps. I want him to buy me this purse.
1: There's nothing
0: you can do other than ask me to buy you the purse to like you can hint really hard I like that purse. <laughs> but you can't make me do anything. And that's how that stuff is. And it makes you put you in a situation where like a lot of times people are, like, you know, want extra stuff. Like I remember somebody was talking about they didn't want to do this and that and let do something. The lady was like, dude, I would sooner tip the chef than the server. Why? He made the food. You just brought it to me.
1: Quietest you know cap- what? You know what? You you know what's so crazy when when, when I have seen this discussion of $2 is not a tip at, at, at for service. $5 is not a tip. And I've had people reading the comments like on the shade room saying they didn't make my food. They didn't, you know, do this, that, and the third. Like, they just brought it out. They took my order. What, what do I need to leave a tip for? And what people don't understand is, like, they only make, like, you know, 2 15 an hour. Like, it it would be nice yeah. if they made a lot more money. And I, I can see what they're saying. Like, I can see it from that person's hands. Um uh, that person's like hindsight but at the same time if you think like that why are you even going out to eat because again it's it's not it's not like it's a mandatory thing but it still is rude it's, it's to me it's class. It's like you're going to the strip club but you're only there just to sit there and watch dancers just dance and you just want to get a free life la- it doesn't work like that you still have to like don't don't and i'm not again i'm not i'm not saying do not sit here and you, you could tip 15, 20 percent if you want to. You could tip 100 percent. Like I'm a really good tipper. And that was before I started really working in the service industry. And there was times I was a I was that like black person who like didn't leave a tip or whatever. I was that stereotype. But, you know, that was because I was ignorant and I didn't know better. And then I still like this is a true story. I have my family has an issue with me leaving a very nice tip. My sister to this day. Um, and she is in her forties and she does not agree with the fact of, you know, um, tipping the driver or she's like, that's their job. And I'm like, but why would you just do that? Like, if it ain't no restaurant, you know, she says when I was in Bahamas, it was automatic gratuity that they placed in there. Like, so I, even if they did a bad job, they still got a tip and they, that made them lazy. Like that really upset me. Okay, well then don't go on vacation. Like,
0: like, it's just cultural stuff. Like if you go to Japan and let's say you go somewhere and somebody does a really good job and you try to give them a tip, they'll be very offended. Because their thing is I'm supposed to do a good job. And if you and just like I said, it's the problem is like if you get to the root of the problem with that, it's the restaurant's fault. Because the restaurant is like I said, there's I've been in situations where I've had to eat off of tips. But I also realize, like I said, if somebody comes in, like I told you before, if Someone doesn't have to, they probably won't. Now, with the restaurant, the problem with them is, hey, you give me a better wage. You stop paying people. You Because like I said, you go anywhere else in the world, they're paying the servers a livable wage. But like I said, that's the cultural thing. Like you was saying, even with the gratuitous thing, these restaurants could do the gratuity thing. But they don't want to because they are making a margin off of not paying people. And what they do is that comes down with the pressure for you to make you do extra. It's kind of like a pimp and hoe situation. And it's like you better get that money, and she's like, I can't make people come to me. I don't know what else to do. But you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, like you said, try to be nice, you know. And it's like a lot of times, like I, I, I could if I had to go back to do working off of tips, I don't think I would. But I, say it's
1: hard though. It's it hard, is. and it gets. It's and I'm gonna tell you this. Like that's why I'm very glad. That I still get a decent, like a a nice little, and I'm I'm fighting to get like a two dollar raise at this point, and hopefully, like oh well, we'll have to like see how your you know your performance is, and then we'll oh my gosh. Yeah, listen, I show at least I showed to work. You got people here who are still like living off the unemployment, you know, that that y'all should have cut off a long time ago. But I showed to work. You know, I would be selling out of that kiosk. Okay. I, I I be I bring people, my customer service is superb. Y'all better give me this two dollar raise. But anyway, you know, can keep just just holler back at me in like in six months, ask me if I got that two dollar raise. Oh but even <laughs> but listen, even with that being said, it's like there there have been times where like I said, I literally have had great conversations. I'd have made, you know, people laugh. People People have snorted them, probably spit out they drink that they were, you know, whatever. And I still got nothing and stuff like that, you know, and it kind of bothered me. But I said, don't worry, Kendra, like somebody if that person doesn't tip, somebody behind them will tip. I remember on Fourth of July, I had to go work and it was dead in the airport. Right. And literally I was trying to hustle. And I think I only made like thirty dollars in tips that day. And a lot of it was just pocket change. Like you just keep the change. And Mm -hmm. I I welcome pocket change because it does add up. But I was like, this was really a bad tip day. But again, you gotta realize it's like hitting, it's, it's a gamble. Yeah. One day you might do extremely well, and the next day you might do very bad. You might leave with only like $15 of tips, and you're like, gotta figure out how do I cover up for rent, you know? And that's where people start Ooh, doing like fraudulent. Scared that is scary that's why i'm saying i think when it comes this is my issue as well and we might have to do a part two about this my issue that i look at this with a lot of people in the service industry even with these these hairstylists, right yeah. and it's not even these new age hairstyles these are hairstyles that i've known that were doing my hair when i was like yay high right yeah. i got one hairstylist I've, I've been going to since middle school and at the time like the price is just to get a wash condition talk about life probably doesn't help me file my middle school taxes mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. she would she would she would literally and 35 dollars now with me that i have locks in mind she's not a loctician i had to teach her how to do locks and everything else never done locks before a day in her life oh, wow. taught her how to do it and guys what i mean by teaching her how to do it i brought the products over i'm bringing them my- home products everything from from the shampoo conditioner i showed her a video on youtube i actually like started the process and then she followed and I, she perfected it yeah. but even with all that she wants me to give her 75 dollars. right basically let's let's round it up a hundred dollars at this point okay because you know black folks end up and everything mm-hmm. you want me to give you a hundred dollars for for me to i bring i, I show it with 75 percent of my hair i can show it with 75 percent of my head done and it's it's 60 Sixty five dollars, and to me, it's like the only thing that I'm paying is is I'm I'm paying basically for you to retwist my hair. I'm like I said, I buy my own products, I bring my natural products, which are pricey as well. As hell, and and, and to me, this is and again, the, the, she doesn't do deposit fees, but I feel like this is a deposit fee. You're doing the pot like a lot of these styles are doing deposit fees. I'm trying. I'm literally. And I hope anybody out there, because I feel like you got listeners in the Atlanta area or any of your listeners might know. I I feel like some of your listeners might know somebody in, you know, the Atlanta area or even the surrounding Atlanta area. If there's anybody out there and I'm being patient and I'm just waiting on God to move. But if there's anybody out there who does not do a deposit fee, who will and I will come to you. You don't have to come to me. I will bring my own products and, and you can wash and condition my hair. For under $60, I can do that. I can rock with you. I really can't. Hopefully $50. But it's like people, I think what they're doing is because they don't have a backup plan, yep. they are literally trying to tax people. And to me, it's frustrating because now you are tearing a hole in our relationship and friendship, and I'm looking at you differently. I'm kind of disgusted with the fact. I'm like, okay. I don't, I, I, I'm literally like, bro, my hair is gonna be grown an afro on top of my head because Man. I'm stubborn to go get my dog, hair done.
0: Dog. And that's why, like, when I first had moved up here, I used to live in North Carolina before I moved back to Detroit. And I had first moved up here and they was doing locks and they was like, yeah, $75. Now, when I was in North Carolina, I lived across the street from beauty school. So I used to get my hair done mm-hmm. like every other week for like $20. I'm talking retwist, shampoo, all that stuff. So I was just, mm-hmm. I was pretty Ricky in that motherfucker. So I come up here, and they're like, yeah, $80. And I'm like, so that's what, you're going to wash it? And they're like, no wash, just retwist. $80? Mm-hmm. They said, yeah. Does that come with a lap dance? <laughs> she said, no. <laughs> it would have come up with a handjob or something, $85. What the hell is you doing? You ain't even putting weave in. And it was like, "What?" Well, I'm like, no, nah, that's all right. Straight. And It's like you were saying with YouTube, that's the beauty of YouTube. Like I was telling my daughter, I said, dog, you can literally learn any skill in the world off youtube i'm
1: glad i'm glad youtube university but but you know what the thing about with you know a lot of times with the service industry they make money off of our laziness so you know you know even with mechanics are you gonna pay somebody you know i guess 150 200 to fix the problem within an hour or you gonna take the time off from your day and be outside you know in your um yard or whatever and actually do the same thing with mowing the lawn or whatever yeah. like are you gonna actually but again we're, we're all lazy but i love how you said does that come with a lap dance that's freaking hilarious but like i said to me it's it's to me it's it's just it's it's sad because of the fact that they literally are taking event, and i'm like bro well this is what investments are for i feel like a lot of people just are poor they, they're poor management you know like they just have poor money management that's what i think it comes down to because again 80 you said just 80 dollars just to reach like you said that didn't include like washing and conditioning or that did include
0: no it was just twist And and you know what
1: that to me is crazy
0: for real i was like i I said uh, did that come with like a lap dance or something what's that Mm -hmm. you know and i was confused Cause I'm like, what? What's that called? Like, no, that she said like she was doing me a favor, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. And and,
1: and wait, wait, did you say that you had been going to her for so long, or this was no? Somebody I had just moved, referred? I had
0: just moved back home up to Detroit, and I was just trying oh, to find out. And it was about you, like ten did or you, so. Did you, did
1: you write, Huh? Did you write a bad review about her on the Better Business Bureau on her site? I
0: didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even go. It was like somebody in the apartment I was staying in. Some Africa. I can do locks and that. And I'm like, okay, bet. You know, because my whole thing is I don't want to. It's like anything you can't do. You look at that, like, oh, nigga, you just drawing. It ain't nothing. It's just shapes and stuff. But you can't do it. So I know I can't. I can't. You know, I can't do my hair. But I'm like, dude, but you better give me like a hell of five twist or, or a massage or something for eighty dollars. And my hair was mm-hmm. nowhere near as long as it is now. <laughs> So and I'm like right now my hair is down damn near to my ass, but I'm like at that time it wasn't it was like barely past my ears. So I'm hey,
1: like, I got a question. Will you be washing your yo, Because that's why I had to cut my hair and it was like to my like four inches past my shoulders because it yeah. was getting heavy. Like like whenever you washing your your scalp at home, like do you ever feel your neck about to snap
0: off? Oh oh, do yo. <laughs> Yeah, like it's like it, it gets real. Like now, like I said, as, uh, so many locks I got, it, like it get heavy. And like at first I'm thinking mm-hmm. this ain't nothing, but it's like until you turn that head to the side, or don't be in the shower and have your head forward and then put that jump back. And you be like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ. But, yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it, it is a work. But like it's funny. And I'm going to be on here all day talking about locks with you. But it's like it's funny. When people who got locks, is cool because I, I started having locks like, to me before everybody was on that stuff. And mm-hmm. it wasn't a fad. I'm not gonna say before everybody, but before it was a fad like it is now, I mean I started seeing people. And it's funny when you got locks and somebody else got locks, y'all see each other like, Ah, I see you, man. And then he's got the people now, they're like, Oh no, nah, I grew my braids out. And then when they got real long, I just got that junk locked up. And I'm like, Dog, you ain't went through the journey? Come on, man, you got to, I said you gotta start off uh,
1: it's a, I mean, they they cheated. They cheated.
0: You know what, let me uh, cut this short because I'm gonna have to get up out say, of here. Look,
1: it's like I'm in Dubai right now right so it's already like it's like 5 a.m. I need to go to bed
0: <laughs> well let me let you go I thank you so much for being here like I said if you want to come back again let me know and uh, stay in drugs and don't do school
1: wait <laughs> I got one I got one for you All right, go ahead. do co- do cocaine because crack is what
0: oh there you go there you go Whitney Houston did she say crack where the receipts at well I got the receipts for that. I'm like, what kind of who got who got receipts? But you know what? Then we're gonna about to go on a whole other tangent. We're gonna leave it right here. Y'all thank you so much for being here. And we're gonna have to I'm gonna let you know right before this come out so we can um get the promotion and everything out. And again, I appreciate you, sister, for reaching out and collaborating when we need more of this for our people, you know, because we gotta if we gotta help each other. Cause if you you only lose if I if I let you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so but it's the truth. That's how it's gotta be, because we gotta be like we gotta do it like the white people doing it. Mhm. Now that that's true. That's what it is, you know what I'm saying because more of us out there doing stuff and junk That's that's what's going on. That's why like I said this podcast stuff, we all can help each other. That's why I'm that's all I'm about.
1: Mhm. That's it. That's it. Amen. That's it. That's how you end it.
0: Yeah, how we well, going to end it with that and I'm going to at you later and stay up.
1: All right, you be good. All right, you too. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. Boo bye.